Hi, Mountaineers. Welcome back to Read Talk. I'm your host, Whitney Godwin, and today we're going to be talking about non-traditional jobs in the media industry. Over the past couple of years, we've seen social media and digital media really reinvent a lot of opportunities and new ways to use our journalism skills. And as a result, we've seen our grads take their skill set into multiple industries outside of what we would traditionally consider journalism. We're going to talk a little bit today about some of those opportunities and talk with one of our College of Media grads working in a unique industry. We're going to start by talking a little bit with our Careers and Opportunities Director, Eric Miner, about the shift in the media industry and kind of some of the ways he's seeing our journalism skills be transferable. Hi, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing well, Whitney. How are you? Doing well. Um, can you talk a little bit about the shift in the media landscape in recent years and a little more of some of those non-traditional industries we're seeing our students and grads find opportunities in? Well, at the risk of having our whole audience lay a gigantic OK boomer on me, I'm going to go back to what it was like when I was a student in 1995 um, in what was then the, the Pearly Isaac Reed School of Journalism. And there were such specific tracks for everybody back then. Um, if you went through the advertising program, you were very likely to be working in an advertising agency. If you went through the journalism program, you were most likely bound um, for a career in uh, a newsroom somewhere, maybe in PR. That was a little bit unusual. Um, what we've seen in the time since way back when I was a student back in the mid-90s is that everybody needs professional storytellers. Everybody needs communicators with multimedia skills. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Um, schools, hospitals, uh, entertainment companies, professional sports teams. And we're seeing journalism students with that set of skills of research, audience targeting and identification, um, being able to communicate in a way that is uh, engaging and valuable for the ultimate end user. Um, companies are realizing that they need, they need storytellers and media professionals for that. And so we're increasingly seeing um, journalists find their way into those roles. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good point. Even when I graduated back in 2011, um, things were still pretty much in those tracks. And it wasn't until a few years after that, that it really started to change. And there are a lot of really cool opportunities out there right now. And like you said, I think a lot of it is just about your storytelling ability, because everybody has a story to tell. So today we have with us Kylie Putnam. Uh, she is a 2015 College of Media grad, and she's here to share a little more with us about how she's utilizing her journalism skill set um, in a different way. So hi, Kylie. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So you were a grad of the broadcast program here as well, just like Eric and I. Um, but your job is a little more non-traditional. Um, and really, I find it so fascinating. So we talk you about you all the time, Kylie. <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, wow. That, oh, that, that means so much. Thanks. <laughs> so do you want to share with, with our audience a little bit more about what you do um, and kind of some of the things that your day-to-day -day looks like and, and what your job is exactly? Yeah. And, you know, I guess just to start, I did start off in the newsroom after graduation as a multimedia reporter. And then I kind of early on realized it wasn't exactly for me. And now four years later, I'm currently a digital marketing manager at New England Dairy. So we're a nonprofit education organization. We're staffed by registered dietitians and also communications professionals like myself. And there's actually a lot of different things our organization does. It's kind of hard to say it in one sentence. So here are just a few things to highlight. So 
New England Dairy works to connect people to local dairy farm families, and we deliver the latest dairy nutrition and sustainability science to various audiences like consumers, media, health professionals, and educators. And also, in partnerships with the New England Patriots, we locally implement Fuel to Play 60, and that is the nation's leading in-school wellness program. So my specific role in day-to-day, I'm responsible for driving our digital and content strategy. So I oversee the company website, our social media channels, and working with influencer partners, and then just generally supporting marketing and communications initiatives. It's a nonprofit. We're a small team, so I wear many hats, and um, I love it, and I'm always busy. That's awesome. Um, So you mentioned that you were a multimedia journalist first. Um, So how did you find this job? Um, And did you ever think in college this was somewhere you'd end up working? Like I said, it's tough to explain my job um, in one short sentence. So no, I definitely never expected to end up somewhere where I am now. Um, I actually found the job posting on PRSA because even in school, when I was still focused in broadcast, I was actually a member of PRSSA, the student organization, just because I felt that it was important to, you know, just gain as much information um, and opportunity within all aspects of media. So I found it on the PRSA website. And because it's a small company, I was able to directly reach out to the person hiring. Sometimes you aren't as lucky, you know, with the job search process, it can be tough. You might have to go through an automated system at first. And I was able to really personalize um, myself with my cover letter because um, I'll never forget this. The job description was like, do you love milk, cheese, ice cream, and yogurt? And I just lit up because personally, I've always been a huge fan of ice cream. I worked at a homemade ice cream shop um, growing up. So I I just lit up because I had a personal connection. I always weirdly loved cows, like funny enough, like people always knew me as the girl who loved cows for whatever reason. Like I didn't grow up on a dairy farm or anything, but now I know so much about the industry on the ag side and then food and beverage. But um, it is crazy. It almost seems like fate, how kind of the stars aligned. And I found this almost perfect fit position and it's really grown my interest in food and beverage and agriculture. I just have learned so much. And it's really become a passion of mine. Kylie, one of the things that that certainly hasn't changed since I was a student here and did not change when Whitney was a student and did not change when you were a student here um, is that everybody goes through a class like Journalism 215. And one of the common kind of identity crises I hear our students have when they go through Journalism 215 is, oh, my gosh, I don't want to end up working in a newsroom at some point, which is fine. Um, but they end up getting really scared about that. And one of the conversations I'm always trying to have with them is let's take a minute and identify the skills that you're picking up in this class that you can use in other ways. Um, and we in, in career uh, career services always talk about those as being transferable skills. So if you can take a minute and talk about the, the skills that you feel have kind of transferred from your experience as a journalism student and as a working journalist um, into the work that you're doing now. So writing and storytelling, like you said in the beginning, is key. That definitely um, was something major when they were looking to fill the role. And I actually first started off as a PR communication specialist. So when I was more focused on that side, um, just level set, and then I've transitioned into managing more of our digital strategy, writing, storytelling, interviewing, being able to create content, shooting video, editing video, writing scripts, being comfortable speaking on camera. Um, it just really makes you a well-rounded marketing or communications professional. Um, One thing that was great, too, when I 
was first brought in as the PR comm specialist, I was doing a lot with our earned media strategy and pitching. And it was great because I had insider knowledge of what a reporter was looking for because I was in that position and it was helpful with building those relationships and sending them pitches that mattered um, because you kind of knew what they were looking for and what I was looking for at the time when I was in that position. So definitely um, being able to, with the broadcast angle, shooting and editing video, that really gives you a leg up too, because those are skills that not everybody has. Since I was hired there, I was the first person who actually could edit and produce some of this mm-hmm. content in-house. We've hired two other people that actually have media backgrounds. So someone else was a former reporter, and then someone else went to school for a film degree. So it's interesting how our team has since expanded since when I started, and how we have really focused on hiring people with media particularly broadcast-focused backgrounds for marketing and communication positions. One of the common questions I get from from new students and from their parents often is, tell me what a typical career in media looks like. And I always have to catch myself from laughing because it's an important question, um, but there really is no typical career path. So what would you say to a, to a student uh, or somebody who's even graduated with a degree and is out there kind of testing the waters of the job market who suddenly sees themselves um, changing their career path? Yeah. So I would say if your gut is telling you that it's not the right fit, don't be afraid or don't hesitate to jump into a different field. Realize, you know, your skill set that you got from the college of media, it's going to give you a leg up and make a difference and make you stand out, I think, for um, several jobs. You know, don't just assume that you're underqualified or that the job's not relevant because of a very specific, you know, title. You know, you think, oh, I'm journalism. This is marketing. It's so transferable and I think it helps you stand out too. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I had a, a similar experience. I still wanted to to work in media, but um, I always thought I wanted to be on air. And then I had an experience in undergrad where I learned that I actually really love production and being a producer. And so that absolutely changed Um my life there for a little bit. And I was a little nervous about it. Um, but it's funny because it, it really is still in the same skill set. And um, it was one of those things that I just had to say, like, this is what I'm doing now. Um, you talked a little bit about how when you came on, you know, there was only one of you. And even now you're wearing a lot of different hats um, through marketing and through um, doing video editing and things like that. So what would you say is probably the most challenging part of your job? So First, with my area of work, there's a lot of misconceptions out there right now in general about dairy and really what we're eating in general. So anybody can claim to be an expert. You can find an answer to anything on the internet that supports your opinion. So for me, it's really trying to find content that breaks through the noise and direct people to science-based information. So that's like a challenge just in the landscape I'm in. But then um, just generally communications and marketing professionals the digital world, it's constantly changing. So staying current, um, you know, can be a challenge because new stuff is happening by the minute. So one of the questions I'm always asking is, um, you know, how quick should we be to jump on the new trend? Like, why don't we have a TikTok yet? (laughs) All those (laughs) questions come to my mind. And we're also considering because I'm at a nonprofit, um, we do have staff and budget limitations. So you're going to be wearing many hats. Um, And for some people like me, I actually, I think being a creative person at heart, like that, I feel like I'm never bored because I'm doing so many different things. But for some people that may not be a great fit, they may be, um, they might prefer to be more of a specialized position, you know, someone who's really focused on SEO 
or web design. But for me, I kind of like that I can do a little bit of everything. What would you say has been the most rewarding or the most surprising part of making that switch into kind of this more marketing PR role as opposed to just broadcast? Yeah, well, definitely. um, And things, and especially right now, because we are kind of in crisis mode, I was going to say, when I was in broadcast, um, my hours, it was a lot crazier. So I do have a little bit more manageable of my, you know, nine to five day. But for me, um, what's rewarding was, um, I found a job where I'm passionate about it. Like I love working for dairy farmers. Um, I also love that I can be creative in my current job and still utilize those skill sets from the broadcast background that I love. I didn't have to fully give that up. Um, a few things that come to mind that I've gotten to do um, is when we've done different campaigns or initiatives, I'm comfortable being on camera. So um, one of the Mm -hmm. media markets in our region, Boston 25, I got to do recipe segments or um, bring them out to a farm and kind of still use those skills from when I was on camera, but it's a more fun, lighthearted way. Um, and also telling the story of something I'm really passionate about, um, food and agriculture and our farmers. So I would say it's rewarding that I found something that I am actually very connected to the cause um, and then being able to be creative in my current position. I, I love that you keep coming back to that word creative because I think a lot of people are locked into this idea that creativity is limited to uh, making music or making art and, and not, not to downplay those things, but um, there's something very creative about solving a problem, I think, um, and using your unique set of skills, um, whether it is you know taking a picture or uh, writing a clever uh, uh, social media post or coming up with a way to to you know, hook um, viewers into um, paying attention to your cause, like recipes or a trip to the dairy farm. Um, I think that's very cool. Um, we've got a lot of students that are getting ready to graduate. Um, what advice would you have for them? I would say uh, connect with as many people as possible. I know right now we're, you know, having to do that more in a digital way, but networking is key. So um, reach out to people on LinkedIn or follow certain organizations or companies um, on social media that you might be interested in working for um, because that's going to help you when you're trying to find that right fit job. If you're already actively connected to those organizations or talking to people, it's just going to help give you a leg up. And people love to have their brain picked. I, it really is true. Um, so don't be afraid to reach out and add somebody, um, on LinkedIn or ask them a question. It, you know, people are usually really excited and, um, look forward to that opportunity. Oh, and also they should be talking to you, Eric. I was going to (laughs) say that like for people, um, and even before graduating, I think it'd be awesome to say, even when you're a freshman, sophomore, there's so many opportunities with the college of media, like don't just wait until the last minute to find an internship. You should be doing it as soon as possible. It's never too early in my opinion. So what advice do you have for future students thinking about pursuing a media degree in general um, in college? Well, I think they should definitely do it. (laughs) And I think they should do it at the Reed College of Media because um, one, it's an amazing family and there's just so many resources and people within um, the college that are, that want to help you. Um, I would say that, you know, definitely to consider how you can get involved. Um, There's just so many clubs or cool things you can do um, or even 
if you're still con- not sure about media 100%, maybe just join the college radio station or join a club. Like I was part of RTDNA, which is radio, television, digital news association. Hopefully I got that right. And also was part of PRSA. Um, so there's different, you know, resources and things, um, you know, whether you're in school and you want to end up changing to your degree, um, you could, you know, consider the newspaper. There's just so many options. So um, consider clubs or activities that can be fun too. Um, you don't have to just think of it as serious and career focused, but, um, I would say, you know, the college and media was amazing, um, for me. And I think that I think about all the connections that I have from school and everyone just felt like it was such an awesome experience and it really was like a family. So Eric, just one last question for you. Um, we heard a lot from Kylie, but do you have any advice or insights for students who, you know, you talked about those students in 215 who sometimes decide that they they want to use their skill set in a different way? Do you have advice for the student who is looking to use their journalism skill set in a unique way or a non-traditional way and things that they can be doing, you know, while they're in college right now um, to advance towards a non-traditional media yeah. career um, or things that they can be doing to yeah, connect I mean, with people? Yeah, I mean, gosh, Kylie said so much of it all so perfectly and succinctly. I want to I want to review a couple of things that really stood out to me about what she said before I give my own idea. Um, number one is she was a, a you know a, a journalism major for the the bulk of the last couple of years she was there, but wasn't afraid to join a student organization outside her major. Um, I know PRSSA is open to all majors, and their jobs network is ferocious. It's so good. Um, there are so many benefits to um, their job center and the PRSA job board. It's a great way to network. So if you're interested in um, putting your writing and multimedia skills to work outside of a newsroom environment, but you're still uh, really, you know, uh, want to stay a journalism major, that's an awesome way to do that. Um, so the involvement part of it is not just, um, you know, so you're kept busy, but it also gives you a chance to explore something um, outside of your direct major. I think the most important thing I can tell anybody that's looking to try to figure out kind of what their transferable skills are um, is a piece of advice a, a mentor gave to me once, which is just because this stuff comes naturally to you or you have found that you have this set of skills doesn't mean that it's not valuable to somebody else. Um, you know, it, we tend to look at folks in the law school or the engineering school or pharmacy or business and, and we're really aware of what their unique set of skills are. And they're not always a set of skills that we have. But what we fail to do is we, is we fail to realize that, it, that there's also a set of skills that we have that they might not. Um, and all of those people need to reach an audience in some way to communicate a message. Um, you know, uh, Kylie is, is doing very important work, but she's not necessarily working directly um, you know, on the farm like somebody that had a, a study or a degree in agriculture would. Um, but those folks are busy doing the work of agriculture and they need a professional person to help them reach their audiences and, and tell their story. Um, so just because it, it, it may come easy to you or it may feel like a, like a softer set of skills, don't downplay it. Um, and, and be thinking all the time about any time that there's a company that you've heard about, a company, a small company, a large company, anybody that's trying to reach customers, um, are, they're doing it through some form of media. Um, whether it's uh, television or radio or, or newspaper, something you're traditionally familiar with, or whether it's through social, digital or billboards. Um, there's there's some way that they're trying to reach an audience to grow their business base. And that's where the set of skills that we're trying to prepare you to gain um, really can be useful. 
Yeah, that's that's great advice from both of you. And you guys, you know, Kylie mentioned this too, but we would all encourage you to reach out to Eric if you have more questions or if you have thoughts that you want to work through with him. Um, you can reach him via email at eric.minor at mail.wvu.edu or you can make an appointment with him online just like you do your academic advisor. Um, Kylie and Eric, thank you guys so much for spending some time with us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And that's all for this week. So stay tuned for next time.